Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. It sure is. It is not the Rami Show. Not yet. No, I'm not allowed to say it's the Rami Show. Just it is Sparky's Midday Madness, ladies and gentlemen. Two to three on 1250 AM, the fan and your Odyssey app. And man, the next hour is going to be crazy madness, if you will, because that's the name of the show. It's Rami Makhlouf in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer in the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. Chris Carino, Nets Radio play-by-play man. He's going to join me at 2.30. Coming up on the Rami Show later this afternoon. Not this show, but the Rami Show, which starts in an hour from now with Rami Makhlouf. We'll have crosstalk at 2.45, by the way, between me and Rami at that time. Coming up on that show, Brian Scalabrini. That's right. The White Mamba. He's going to join me at 4.30. you call him Skeleton Pals? Is that what you call him, Gary? All right. And Eno Sar is one of my favorite baseball writers in the whole wide world from The Athletic. He's going to join me at 4.45. Talk some brewers with him. We're going to talk some brewers with you later this afternoon. But, guys, I had an idea this morning. I had an idea. I had a light bulb idea go off. In my brain. Dan Plucker, grab a microphone. You're producing this show, right? Sam isn't producing till three because that's when the Rami show officially starts. So I can't talk to Sam right now. God forbid I talk to Sam on Sparky's Midday Madness. I have to talk to my producer, Dan Plucker. I had a, I had one of those light bulb moments this morning, Dan, and I hate to pull you in right after you just talk for four hours. I know how hard that is. I'm going to be feeling like you are four hours from right now, but I have to pull you in and see if this is as brilliant as it felt when it came to mind this morning. I need to bounce this off somebody immediately. Right. I want your thoughts at 414-799-1250. You can tweet the show at 1250 AM The Fan. You can tweet me at Rami is tweeting. That's how you follow me if you're new to me. Um, Dan? At Dan Plucker. At Dan Plucker. P-L-O-C-H-E-R. That's how you can follow him. <laughs> this is the idea that came to me this morning. All right. right. Give me your idea. So... Julio Jones is on the trade block, right? Mm -hmm. And people, of course, the thought that they initially had, and it's the thought I initially had, I'm not going to lie, your knee-jerk reaction is, go get Julio Jones, that makes Aaron Rodgers real happy and fixes everything, right? Mm -hmm. That's not possible. That is just not possible. Ken Ingles, the Packers pack expert, Packers cap expert, who I know you guys have on the big show from time to time, we have him on the Rami show from time to time, he laid out the contract of Julio Jones and where the Packers are right now cap-wise, and no you, you can't do it. You yeah. can't. You literally can't pay him one game paycheck. That that's how much Julio Jones makes, and how little money the Packers have under the cap. Yeah, they literally, rough. they literally can't pay him one game day mm-hmm. paycheck. They can't. It's that's a fact. So that's not going to happen. You're not going to get Julio Jones 
for Aaron Rodgers to come and play with Aaron Rodgers and make him happy. That's not going to happen, all right? Okay. I'm and scared I, of the road we're going down And here. I don't know that you can make Aaron Rodgers happy. So let's say you can't make Aaron Rodgers happy, and we just have to come to terms with the reality, Dan, that Aaron Rodgers is not going to play quarterback for the Green Bay Packers again, right? Sure. So let's figure out what's the next best step. How do we keep the Packers playing at an elite level without their elite quarterback? And the answer to that certainly is not, well, just let him retire. That's not, that's not smart. You're thinking with your emotions, and that's never a good thing when you're doing business. That's no way to run a football organization, right? Mm-hmm. So you trade him and get the most for him that you can once you come to terms with the fact Aaron Rodgers ain't playing for the Packers anymore. So here's what you do. Oh, no. Here's what you do, Dan Plucker. All right, Rami, hit me with it. You're going to get a lot of draft capital in return for Aaron Rodgers, right? Absolutely. A bunch of draft capital, like two mm-hmm. firsts, maybe two seconds, based on some of the projections mm-hmm. that I've seen. A bunch of draft capital is coming Green Bay's way when they decide to part ways with Aaron Rodgers. Plus probably a couple good NFL players from what, from what we've seen, right? Mm-hmm. Make that trade. What do the Falcons want in return for Julio Jones? First. Draft capital. Flip Aaron Rodgers... For Julio Jones, now you're surrounding Jordan Love with Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, MVS, Alan Lazard, Robert Tunyon, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, one of the best offensive lines in football, plus whatever draft capital you still have left over from the Aaron Rodgers trade because you're not trading everything that you get in the Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers trade Mm -hmm. for Julio Jones. Mm -hmm. You're going to use that to put even more talent around Jordan Love, and maybe even build a formidable defense that can carry their weight like they didn't for 10 years with Aaron Rodgers. Flip Aaron Rodgers for Julio Jones. It's the most palatable way to trade the guy, and if you're petty, because I know a lot of y'all are petty, and you're real upset with Aaron Rodgers, and you're saying, just let him retire. What What would piss off Aaron Rodgers more than going and getting a Julio Jones when he's gone? When he's been asking you to surround him with weapons and get him free agents for all the years that he's been here. You're going to go get Julio Jones when he's gone and surround Jordan Love with with that arsenal that I listed off? This checks all the boxes. This checks the football boxes in, in terms of you're getting a great player in Julio Jones. You're getting a lot of draft capital. And you're putting Jordan Love, your new young franchise quarterback, in the best possible position you could possibly put him in to succeed not to mention all the talent also a very quarterback friendly system and a very quarterback friendly coach in Matt LaFleur this checks off the football boxes of getting the most for Aaron Rodgers and putting the best product out there on the field that you possibly can and it checks off the pettiness for all you petty dudes out there who want to stick it to Aaron Rodgers this is sticking it to Aaron Rodgers right here this is the solution to the Aaron Rodgers problem that I came up with this morning. Is it not Dan Plucker and you at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 AM the fan? It's flipping Aaron Rodgers for Julio Jones the answer and tell me how it's not. Please. No, it's not, Ron. How? The answer. How? That's the, the answer. This is the answer. This is, okay. Julio Jones is an aging wide receiver. Oh, dude. He is still, making $60 million over the next maker. three years. He's a different... The money that... That's the other thing. I didn't mention that. The money you're freeing up yeah, by trading Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. I get it. 
You're all I get set. It. I would rather go and I would rather in in the trade with the Broncos in this hypothetical scenario where I get a bunch of draft picks. I would much rather have Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy coming back in return for that because what? Hell yeah! What? Hell yeah! You're out young of your mind, receivers dude. that have the potential. He's out of his mind. Young Sam receivers. Sam isn't allowed to talk on this show, but he just looked at you. Like, you're out of your damn mind. What are you talking about? I would much rather have one of the, those two guys. Jerry Judy? That you would be able to develop with Jordan Love over the long term. Because there's no guarantee nope. that Devontae Adams is here after this but year. But that's the thing. So, if you trade Rodgers, Devontae's already out. You add Jerry Judy and start a relationship between Jerry Judy and Jordan Love, or Cortland Sutton and Jordan Love, and they start to grow together as a duo, just like Devontae Adams but and Aaron Rodgers. that's the thing, is that when you surround him with... With a ready-made offense, with with what I just listed off, when you surround Jordan Love with a ready-made offense, you minimize the growing pains. And you know what? While he's growing, you're still competing. You'll you'll still be in the hunt this year. I promise you. You go and get Julio Jones and do what I'm talking about. They'll be in the hunt for the NFC North this year. While Jordan Love is getting better and better, and you're going to shorten the time frame of that that window that he's going through growing pains, you're going to shorten it because he's in a great situation. He's protected, he's got weapons, he's in a system that suits him, and they'll build around him. This 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 is the answer. But I don't you, know how you would but, think this is not you, the answer. But you don't know what you have in Jordan Love right now. You don't know until he steps out on a football field but here's with thing. with fans that he has not experienced yet in his career. He has not walked out into an NFL field He's like played Soldier in front of Field fans before. Like, Dan. Uh, Utah State. That's <laughs> yeah. really where you're going with in front of fans. The ten thousand fans that show up to a Utah State game. The Brewers hey, have more fans that go to their baseball games than Utah State. I can nearly Probably. guarantee it. Oh, yeah, I would so, imagine, yes. So let's be real here. Jordan Love has not heard the roar of the dome in New Orleans. He has not gone to Soldier Field yeah. and received the hate that you would get from Bears fans there. He has not experienced that. I don't you worry can't about tell that. me that that will rattle him day no, one when he starts as a quarterback. I don't think so. It definitely I don't will. think it will. It 100% and you know what? will. The Packers don't think it will. The Packers. Here's here's what you guys need to understand. Here's what you people. Ah, there it is. 209. <laughs> here's what you people need to understand. Y'all keep coming at me with, we don't even know what Jordan Love is. We don't know what he can do. You don't. And you might not believe. But here's what you people have to understand. The Packers are all in on, on Jordan Love. The Packers believe. The, the organization, the Green Bay Packers, the Brain Trust, and even Matt LaFleur, He's saying all the right things and all the nice things to, to Aaron Rodgers, and he mm-hmm. should. He should. Yeah. He should want that guy as long as he can have him. But the Packers organization believes in Jordan Love. That's not a factor in all this. No. And th- that is not a factor in this decision-making no. process for the Packers. But They've not- already decided that they're sold on Jordan Love. Right. That's done. That's a done deal. It's happening. It's, it was happening before all this Aaron Rodgers drama, and it'll happen after this Aaron Rodgers drama. It's just a matter of when. Right, but w- another thing about Jordan Love that it's a fact is that they're not focused on winning right now. They're well, they're focused on winning right now and in the future. That's what I meant to say. They're focused on winning now and in the future. That's why you drafted Jordan Love when Aaron Rodgers comes back and has an MVP season the next year. That They are expecting Jordan Love to be good for the long term. I can't say the 
same thing about Julio Jones. But they can. I don't. They can. With confidence, they can. That's what I'm saying. They can say that, that Julio Jones is going to be good for the next three years and worth $60 million. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jordan, no, Jordan Love. No, right. Yeah, I, I, think, I agree I, with I can, you. I can I'm say the same, that. Yeah. But, right. Julio Jones is going to be productive for the next three years. Julio Jones is a difference maker. I do not agree a anymore. He was maker. a difference maker. And, he and was the, one of the best wide the receivers in the NFL. With the attention Devontae Adams is going to pull to the other side of the field, man, please. Please. That's... That's an arsenal that not a lot of guys around this league have right so now. So here's my thing. You're then. setting up Jordan Love for success, um, probably as well, if not better, than any quarterback has ever been set up for success. That's not even an exaggeration. No, it's not. That's not even hyperbole. Maybe Steve in, Young in the 49ers. In, but. In, in Matt LaFleur's offense, with that offensive line, with those receivers, with Robert Tunyon at tight end, and that backfield, you just set that guy up for success as well, if not better, than any quarterback in the history of this league. See, in the history of this league. And there's nothing more important to the future of the Green Bay Packers than the development of Jordan Love. You're setting him up for one year of success. All of these wide receivers just are getting gone, the ball rolling. Except for Julio Jones. You're just then. getting the ball rolling. And you have a salary cap think so. problem with I don't Julio think so. Jones then. I don't know. I don't know about you that. You think that I'm not a capologist, if, but I don't know about that. Rami, none of these wide receivers have showed up to camp yet. They're all showing solidarity with Aaron Rodgers right now. Yeah. That Jordan Love, they don't believe in Jordan Love. They are all doing that I'm sure, right now. I'm sure there was some of that when Aaron when Aaron Rodgers was taking over for Brett Favre. And, yeah. and guys got their money and guys saw, oh, this guy can throw the ball pretty well too. He can spin it. Yeah, you know what? I'll stick around here. But this is a, a pretty difference. good spot. There is a difference because Jordan Love was not expected to go that early. They did not. The Packers did not trade up for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers fell to a man. You're 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 looking for problems here, dude. Aaron I Rogers just was, solved the Aaron Rodgers problem, and you're looking you're looking for no. pro, you're looking to poke holes in it. And I'm telling you, there aren't too many. Now every plan has some holes in it. This has very few holes in it. This is this is a solid, solid plan. I just solved the Aaron Rodgers dilemma. You flip him for Julio Jones. Not a straight up trade. I'm not saying a straight up trade. The Falcons don't want Aaron Rodgers. They have their own old quarterback. The Falcon, but the Falcons want the Falcons want draft capital. The Packers are going to get a whole bunch of that in return for Aaron Rodgers. Flip that. For Julio Jones, set Jordan Love up for success like no quarterback has ever been set up for success before in the history of this league. Is that the solution? 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. Dan didn't convince me it's not. I don't think you will, but you can try on Sparky's Midday Madness. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's what's coming up on The Rami Show. That's at 3 o'clock. This is not the Rami Show. I'm Rami. This ain't the Rami Show. This is Sparky's Midday Madness. Rami Makhlouf in for Sparky and asking you, would you flip Aaron Rodgers for Julio Jones? Use some of the assets that you get in an Aaron Rodgers trade and get him for Julio Jones. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan. I already gave you one you people before my show officially started. I'm going to give you another you people. It's a different group of people. Is this guy, GB13TimeChams, tweeted, at Rami is tweeting, quote, trade Aaron Rodgers, said the Bears fan. Y'all are so predictable, man. This has nothing to do with my Bears fandom. Yes, I understand that Aaron Rodgers staying the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers is the best thing for the Green Bay Packers and is what would make the vast majority of you happy. I understand that. I'm just telling you, the reality just might be that that ain't happening. Whether you want to hear it from me or somebody who roots for the same team that you do, the reality is that there's there's a good chance Aaron Rodgers is not playing quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. And you know what? As a Bears fan, that doesn't do a ton for me because I'm still more worried about the incompetence of my organization. 414-799-1250. Tweet the show at 1250 AM. The fan, Nate, in North Milwaukee. Did I solve it? Did I solve the problem? I solved it, didn't I? Uh, no, you didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Rami, man, I, I enjoyed hearing you, enjoyed talking, to, talking with you. But, uh, I knew there was uh, a but. There, uh, you need to be drug tested today. I just don't understand your logic on this one, man. Julio Jones hasn't had a full season, hasn't been on there on a full season in years, man. He's, his cap number is high. He's injury prone. He probably won't even be out, out on the field for Jordan Love. If anything, if we're gonna if we're gonna trade Rodgers and get rid of Rodgers, we need to trade him and get rid of people who is actually gonna be on the field and um, who's gonna be there with with uh, Jordan Love for years to come, so they can build that relationship. Not not for a uh, uh, old wide receiver. I mean, if you could get him for free. I, For I, free, I would, I man. Who no. do you guys think Julio Jones is? What do you? Th- I, I, I would, if, like I said, if you could get him for if you if he was a free agent and he was signing a cheap one year deal or something like that, I wouldn't mind saying, "Hey, sign him up for like that." But I'm not. I'm not trading away assets for him. If you get what I mean. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. 
Who the hell do you guys think Julio Jones is? Do you not understand? Do y'all not know? This is like Kevin Durant when he looked at the media, when they were asking him questions, like they didn't know he was Kevin Durant. He looked right at him and he said, you know who the hell I am, right? And he was absolutely right. Do y'all know who the hell Julio Jones is? Do you not understand how bad a man this dude has been throughout his career? He had, yes, he only played nine games in the season that they just played. Okay, he played 15 the year before that, 16 the year before that, 16 the year before that, 14 the year before that, 16 the year before that, and 15 the year before that, and he's going to be your number two wide receiver, you guys. Your number two, Julio Jones comes here and becomes your number two, and a red zone target that you don't have right now. They got some pretty good red zone targets, not as big and as le- and as athletic, who will go up and get it the way that Julio Jones does. The guy just... The guy just had damn near 1,400 yards two seasons ago and 99 receptions and 113 yards and, uh, and 1,677, excuse me, 113 receptions and 1,677 yards a year before that. He's had one injury-shortened season recently. And other than that, he's played at least 15 games going back all the way to 2016 when he played 14 games. How do you not know who Julio Jones is? Do you play fantasy football? Like if you don't watch the game, do you play do you play enough fantasy football to not know who Julio Jones is and what he does to a, on a football field and to an offense? Eric in Milwaukee, you're on the Rami show. What's up? Yeah, we know who Julio Jones is, but do you not know who Cortland Sutton is with his shortened season last year? Y'all are not putting Cortland Sutton in the same class as Julio Jones. I like Cortland Sutton. No, we're not. We're not. But what what I'm saying is, if we should trade, we would trade instead for Cortland Sutton because he's a lot younger. Julio Jones, yes, he might still be. I mean, still is a good receiver. Don't get me wrong, but he's what 31, 32, whatever he is. Cortland Sutton's. 24, 25, 23, whatever he is, <clears throat> I think the smarter trade would definitely be Cortland Sutton, bring Cortland no. Sutton over instead of Julio Jones. Cortland er- Sutton would be a much better number two. Eric, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Hey, how about this, Rami? Yes. All right. So you guys are breaking we, my brain right we, now. Because I'm under what, what I'm coming listen. to realize is that those of you who don't like this trade. Just don't understand how good no, Julio Jones is. That's I understand how on. good Julio Jones is, but you have to be real with yourself too here, Rami. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even the number one receiver in Atlanta last year. Calvin Ridley was, even cool. when Julio Jones was back. Cool. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. And well, and so there's already digression in the offense yeah, with the right. quarterback he only that he's ha- been playing he with. Only ha- he only was, if he played a full season, his numbers only, they only calculate out to like 100 receptions and 1,500 plus yards. He had a terrible season. You're right. And six touchdowns. He would have had six touchdowns. If you take what he did last year and, and multiply it out to a 16-game season, he gets you 100 receptions, 1,500 yards, and six touchdowns. Okay, well, let's talk about the numbers that he actually did have instead of the hypothetical ones. Okay. Julio Jones had 51 receptions for 771 yards last season. Yeah, for nine the- games, that's, a, that's, that's great numbers. Those are good numbers. Yeah. Okay, Jerry Judy. 
52 receptions, 856 yards last season. Sure, it was in more games. One more reception, over 100 more yards on a, a rookie and how many games? in his first year. And he, how many games? He played in 15 games last okay, year. Okay, thank you. And look, I'm not saying I'm not here to knock Cortland Sutton or say he doesn't have a future well, this in this Judy. league. This isn't Sutton. I'm, Sutton was hurt last year. Or Jerry year, Judy. But this is I'm, Judy. Either one. I like them both. I'm just saying, do you want to set Jordan? Do you want to set Jordan Love up for success and take as small a step backwards as you can in the post Aaron Rodgers era? Because the way to do that is to get guys like Julio Jones, not get guys who are going to go through growing pains with Jordan Love, guys that are going to lift up Jordan Love and make those growing pains as is, painless as possible. I don't think that wide receiver is the biggest need on this roster. I think that you add Jerry Judy, even with Jordan mm. Love at quarterback. I, I agree I with think you. you. I think you add Jerry Judy and you use that draft capital to bolster other areas of the team, like the offensive line who has not as much talent as they've had in the past, I like linebackers, like corners, like a safety position. Something along those lines, are like interior defense, for the love of God, help Kenny Clark you're gonna, Dude, you're getting so much draft capital. You're going to address all this and get Julio Jones. That's the beautiful thing about it. You're going to address all this and get Julio Jones. That's a great thing. That's a beautiful thing. And Julio Jones, like I said, makes the makes the growing pains, the window that Jordan Love is going through growing pains, as short as possible and as painless as possible. And I don't. You're right that wide receiver isn't a need if Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback. Because you expect that guy to lift everybody up around him. When Jordan Love becomes your quarterback, you need people to lift him up until he becomes that dude. And you hope he becomes that dude. There are no guarantees of that. But like I said before, the Packers believe it. Some tweets that have come in on this at 1250 AM The Fan. Uh, Let's see here. No, they did not pay for that for Manning. Oh, I'm sorry. That's another. He says, if you flip Rodgers for Julio, the Packers still take a step back and have lower odds of winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, they're going to take a step back. Without Aaron Rodgers, they're going to take a step back. I'm trying to make that step as small as possible and set Jordan Love as well as possible for success and speed up that success as much as possible, accelerate that success as much See, as possible. See, but I think you're looking at it wrong, Rami. Mm, you're, I'm usually you're, not, you're looking, though. But <laughs> <laughs> of course you say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> because you're thinking, yes, we're going to try to take that step Back, we're going to make a step back no matter what because you're going from Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers to Jordan Love, but you're you're trying to make that step as as small as possible, but not as deep as possible. It, it's it it's going to be an issue either way. There's going to be a step back. We all know it, but if they build for the future, there's it's it's going to potentially be better in the long term. Like this isn't going to be something not, that's going not to be corrected. Cripp- you're not in year crippling one. your future. You're you're setting. No, it, you're but, you're going to you're going to set up. You're going to set up Jordan Love for success now. And like I said, accelerate the 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 development of him and ease the growing pains. You're going to do that now while setting yourself up for success in the future. Because you can get out of Julio Jones' contract in two years with the only. And I say only, but. You can get out of his contract. I'm sorry, in three years with a 17 million dollar dead cap hit, and before that, before <laughs> you're that, thinking that, they're going to take a 17. That's million Aaron Rodgers' cap, cap hit, hit right now. If you if you trade him, that's Aaron Rodgers' cap hit right now. So you're just pushing that down the road, and his actual cap hit in the next three years of his actual deal, if you keep him, is 10 million dollars this year. That frees you up 27 million dollars. I'm just rough math. Because Aaron Rodgers is a thirty-seven yes. million dollar hit against a cap this year. Julio Jones is only a ten million dollar hit against a cap this year. It goes up to twenty, 
Next year, it goes up to 23. The following year, all still very manageable and very worth it, even for his age and if he declines a little bit. And then after that, you can get out of the deal at the same price that you're going to get out of Aaron Rodgers' deal right now. Rami. Guys, I solved if, it. Stop trying no, to find holes here, in this plan. Here's the hole in the I plan. I fixed it. I I've, fixed everything, I've and you're found, welcome. I've found the hole in the plan. Do the Packers win the Super Bowl if Julio Jones is here with Jordan Love? That's their best chance this year. Is it their best chance long-term? Without Aaron Rodgers, that's their best chance this year, and you're not hurting your chances long-term. Okay, but that's that's not the question. I didn't ask who the best chance. I mm-hmm. said, do they win the Super Bowl? I can't guarantee you that. I can't year? guarantee you that with anyone. Right, but that that's but fair. that's your best chance. Like I said, this this but, is this when when I make I don't I don't trade Aaron Rodgers unless I have to. Right, but but you but don't trade for terms, Jordan Love unless you think I can win the Super Bowl this year with Jordan Love. No, because once you come to terms with the fact that you have to trade Aaron Rodgers, you're probably coming to terms with the fact that your chances of winning the Super Bowl went way way down. You keep them as high as possible with doing what I'm saying so to do. So why spend your draft capital and get Julio Jones? To give yourself the best chance, take the smallest step back, s- help his development, accelerate his development, and make the growing pains as painless as possible. Set your new quarterback up for success. Great quarterbacks don't just happen. I keep telling you people this. This is the third different group of you people that I've had to address in the I first half hour of the that. show. Great so quarterbacks set this dude up for success. Happen. I'm a Lions fan. You think Look. I don't know that great quarterbacks don't happen around me? <laughs> Let's get Chris. I want to talk to Chris Carino. That's radio play-by-play man in a few minutes. But Carl on the south side has been waiting for a while. Carl, you're on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up? Hey, can you Hello, Carl? Yeah, can you hear me? There you are. What's up, man? All right, I, I just want to make it real quick and simple because I'm at a customer's house. All right. Is, is he better than DeAndre Hopkins, yes or no? No, but you're not getting DeAndre Hopkins. No, wait, 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 wait. This is the reason why I say that. Okay. You're a man of logic. Okay. Of logic. All right. I like a man DeAndre of logic. Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins was taken for a 40th pick, a fourth-round pick, and David Johnson. That's a pack of Newports and a squeegee, boss. <laughs> we do not need <laughs> one old guy for another old guy. Logically speaking, that does not make sense in any way, shape, or form when you're building a franchise with a young quarterback. One, that, that wide receiver is already stuck in his ways. He's not going to acquiesce to a younger, undeveloped quarterback. You know that. Two, if you I don't know that. around Jerry, well, let's just say, let's look at the odds, right? Okay. When you have Brett Favre and Javon Walker, okay? Those two kind of hit on the odds because of contract issues, but Brett Favre would always kind he would always kindly say that he doesn't get the younger generation. Aaron Rodgers had the same issue. That's why he wanted his good old boys around him: Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, guys that he was familiar with. Why would you put a young and experienced quarterback with a veteran? That's why your uh, producer is saying so he put can... him around Jerry Judy because Jerry Judy would grow around him. You also have to understand that we also are getting Devin Funches back. Devin Funches is going to be a difference maker. If Man. you look at the numbers for Julio Jones, Julio Jones in the red zone was farts. He did not produce. That's because they so didn't go coming. to him. That they didn't. No, 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 no. Carl, one sec. Carl, one sec. We because I hosted a fantasy football show for many years here on the station, and and I I, I pointed out week after week that yeah, Julio Jones didn't have a lot of red zone uh, touchdowns because they they weren't get, they weren't giving him red zone targets, which was stupid. And everybody around the league, everybody around the league was asking, why aren't you throwing to Julio Jones in the red zone? Carl, I need you. I need you to make. I need you to make the rest of this quick because I have a guest coming up. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Just quick. If you put an injury-prone player like Julio Jones, who was coming off that injury, up in Lambeau Field, he's not in the dome. It's going to be cold, boss. You think that that's that's going to be good for him? You think his numbers are going to go up? 
That's all I wanted to leave you with. Great Thanks. Show, great takes, man. You Thanks, Carl. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Bye. Y'all are reaching. Y'all are reaching to find a problem with this. And again, I'm only saying if you have to trade Aaron Rodgers, if, you, if, the, if the Packers front office comes to the point where they're like, yeah, man, we're not going to be able to make this work and letting him retire and getting nothing for him is just idiotic. We got to trade him. The thing to do is trade him, get a bunch of assets, flip a few of those assets for Julio Jones and thank Rami later in for Sparky on Sparky's Midday Madness. Right after this, by the way, we'll talk about this at five o'clock if you want to get in then. On the Rami show, I'm going to make this one of the lanes in Great Lakes Dragway. Dan, am I allowed to take a topic from Sparky's Midday Madness and make it a lane on the Rami show? I'll have to text Sparky. Yeah, text Sparky and text him to make sure that's cool. He might want you to play his intro in the last hour of the show then just to make sure that he gets his. I do love Cypress Hills. I, I, I won't even fight that if I have to do that. But make sure it's cool with Sparky. Rami, in for Sparky. I'll talk with Nets Radio play-by-play man Chris Carino right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's the Rami Show on 1250. Oh, no, it's not. I just I didn't do that on purpose. I swear. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Rami, but the Rami Show doesn't start until 3, and I'm allowed not allowed to say it has. It's contractual. It's Sparky's Midday Madness. Rami in for Sparky. Rami Show coming up at 3 o'clock. Joining me right now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. It is the Great Midwest Bank Hotline on this show, right, Dan? Yes, it Okay, is. cool. Joining me on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is the play-by-play voice of the Brooklyn Nets. It's a pleasure to welcome in Chris Carino. Chris, how are you this afternoon, man? No, let me get this straight. Am I yes. talking to Sparky or Rami? You're talking to Rami, <laughs> but it's not the Rami show. That starts at 3. I'm in for right, Sparky. So we, won't, so we won't mention you by name. Exactly. Um, no, not and, allowed to mention you. Know, I, was, I was also a little concerned. I, uh, all of a sudden, I, right before we went on, I, I happened to open up Twitter and just <laughs> I saw I had all these mentions <laughs> With Aaron Rodgers in him, and I'm going, what the right. heck did I do? <laughs> you know what, Chris? What did I say? Since you brought it up, are you a football guy at all? Do you watch? You watch? I, you watch I, the NFL? I call. 
I call an NFL game oh. every week on uh, national radio. Oh, yeah. great! Then let me just run this by you. Then before we get into this, before we get into this Nets Bucks series, I have a lot of questions on this Nets Bucks series. So we, I, I just all I said, Chris, was this: if you have to trade Aaron Rodgers, you don't want to trade Aaron Rodgers. But if you come to the realization that he's not going to play for you, and you have to trade Aaron Rodgers, trade him, get a bunch of draft capital and whatever else that you can get in that trade, then flip some of that draft capital for Julio Jones. And give and give Jordan Love, Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, MVS, Robert Tunyon, Aaron Jones in the backfield, along with A.J. Dillon, a great offensive line, a very quarterback-friendly system with Matt LaFleur, and set this kid up for success like almost no quarterback has ever been set up for success in the history of this league. What? How does that thought go by you? Well, see, now you're saying that that... that you're now implying, though, that they'll have they'll be able to get Julio Jones and a number of additional things that they can use to rebuild. Or you're saying they would use everything they would get in the Rodgers deal? No, because what I've seen is a first and maybe a second for Julio and for Aaron Rodgers. I'm seeing like two firsts and a second, and maybe more yeah. in draft play and more and even some players who are already that are on the roster somewhere. It seems like you can get a lot more for Rodgers. So just take a, a few of the assets that you're going to get for Rodgers and flip that for Julio. Uh, I would still be inclined, though, not to bring in Julio. I think you have enough things that you can then decide if Jordan Love can play, uh, because that's still a question, right? It's not just a matter of, well, he can play if he's got Julio Jones. I want to know if he can play. And then we'll figure out some other things to go around him. I would still rather build up some pieces around Jordan Love. Because don't forget, he's not going to come in and win a Super Bowl this year if, if he had to. I don't think. Chris, so stick to basketball. To <laughs> <laughs> Chris, this is his producer, Dan, here. I got a quick question for you. So, so my alternative to this with Rami, which Rami immediately shot down and said was dumb, was I said uh, in the trade with the Broncos – the, the Packers should send Rodgers to the Broncos and in return ask for a guy and get a guy like Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton instead yeah. so that he can develop with Jordan Love. Would you agree with that, that that would be better than trading and getting that huge contract that is Julio Jones? I just want whatever good young assets and draft picks. I'm not worried about getting star players right now. Jordan, you still, Jordan Love is still a, a vast unknown to you. So how do you even know he's the guy you want to build around? Talking with Chris Carino, Nets Radio, play-by-play man. Back to the Bucks and Nets. And I guess he does some NFL stuff too. I'm just I'm playing with you, Chris. No. <laughs> let's let's get into this series. How how good are Nets? Did did Nets fans see enough of that big three that they got their chests puffed out real far and feeling real good about this team and that they're they're on the road to a championship right now? Or do they still have questions because they only played in eight games together for the entire regular season? I think they question how good were the Celtics. So, in other words, okay. is this really a good test for them? Because they looked awesome. But um, it, was it just that the Celtics are banged up? They've got their issues. You know, I mean, you know, they end up changing their coach and their general manager after the after the series. So, um, there, it has an, the series didn't answer all the questions. It's still a team that will struggle on the defensive end. Um, there were times where they played a little too much isolation, which is something that you slip into when you have such great isolation players. I do think the overwhelming sentiment around this team and, and the people who root for this team is, wow, they're awesome. I really do think we've got a chance to win a championship. 
but man, the Bucks scare me. I think that's the overwhelming sense. So there is a healthy respect for this. But I know, I know that the, I know that the actual team isn't going to take the Bucks lightly. But Nets fans, you talk to, you feel like there is a healthy respect for the Bucks because yeah. I think Bucks fans and just Milwaukee sports fans in general sometimes feel like they're they're not respected and people don't appreciate or understand how how good our teams are here when when they are a championship caliber team like the Bucks are. You're you're showing a bit of uh, of Milwaukee self-consciousness yes like this is you guys are not just fans but just when you talk to other media members when you talk to um people around the team the bucks are they understand how good the bucks are and i think there's a couple of things with the bucks that 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 jump out at you from the outsider's perspective is they've had this great team you know the, the two years prior to this best record in the nba and it always ended in disappointing defeat in the playoffs but a lot of times teams have to go through that mm-hmm. in order to win a championship. It's very rare. I mean, the Nets are trying to do something that is incredibly rare, and that is a group comes together and it, it, for the first time and don't have to go through the pain that it takes sometimes to grow and win a championship. The Bucks have experienced that pain. And then when you look at something that maybe they were lacking, you feel like they went out and got it with Drew Holiday. And, and I think it's also the, the third of this comes that it's very fresh on the Nets' mind because they just played those back-to-back games against the Bucks. what, like about three weeks you know, before the end of the regular season, yeah. uh, even later in the season it was. And albeit the Nets did not have hard in that series, but the Bucks kind of showed you how you beat the Nets. And they looked, you know, they, 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 they kind of look like they had the blueprint for what you have to do to try and beat the Nets in a series. So all those things, I think, are very concerning. I think the, the, thought, the thoughts around here are this probably could be, if not the NBA championship series coming up, it might, it's at least the Eastern Conference championship series coming up. I think that's the way people are viewing it. Do you think that blueprint that that they showed a couple weeks ago, do you think that translates with all three of those guys on the court? Because the Bucks have have fared very well against the Nets this year. The one loss against them was a a last second shot by Chris Middleton that mm-hmm. rattled in and out and then like you said they beat them in that little mini series that they had just a couple weeks ago, but neither time or none of none of those three times I should say did they have all three of the big three on the court. Do you think it still translates some of the things that they did a couple weeks ago against the Nets? Yeah, I think some of it still does. I, I think the one issue that that the Bucks will have now with Harden coming in is, you know, it, Drew Holiday was very physical and tough on Kyrie Irving. And now it's like, well, now you have another outlet here. You have James Harden. Now, Chris Middleton's a good defender, um, but – What's the matchup going to be there at the guard position? And the Nets are a completely different team when James Harden is in the lineup. So it's really hard to project um, how they, you know, those those matchups because Harden wasn't there because Harden is the base of everything that they do. Um, so it's it, it, but things like, you know, what Giannis was able to do, uh, their ability to spread the floor, their ability to control the game on the offensive end. I mean, those are still concerns for the Nets. Uh, now I, I do think, like I said, Harden is. If anybody hasn't, you know, realized it by now, and, and people thought Harden was going to be a luxury for the Nets when they brought him in, he has been an absolute necessity to the Nets. I mean, he pulls it all together. His leadership, his toughness, 
Um, he has sacrificed shots uh, to help the offense get better, but then when it all bogs down, there isn't a better guy to have the ball in his hands. And then you've got Kevin Durant, and, and Kyrie Irving can do some magical things with the ball. So it is going to be a heck of a series. But I do know the Bucks, and even the, the games they beat the Nets in Milwaukee, Bucks really outplayed them, and you felt like they were kind of in control and won the games handily. But when you really look at those games, the, the, the game was in the balance early in the fourth quarter. So despite how well they may have outplayed them, they, the Nets still had a chance to win those games. And I think that might be concerning from a Buck standpoint. Um, Blake Griffin has really helped, and I think he'll help against Giannis. Um, but, yeah, no, it's going to be a tough, physical, I think, seven-game series. We're talking a lot. We're talking a lot about the big three of, of both these teams, and 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 for obvious reasons, they'll be they'll be the main factor of why one of these teams is moving on to the Eastern Conference. But the the supporting cast is going to play a major role too. And I have two. I have questions about two of the guys on that net supporting cast. Jeff Green, what's his status with the injury? I know he was limited in that series they just played against the Celtics. And what happened to DeAndre Jordan? He was on the court a lot when the Bucks saw the Nets uh, a few weeks ago in, in those games we've been talking about, and has just not been used at all. Is, is that because of matchups? And do you think we see more of DeAndre Jordan coming up in this series? I, I equate DeAndre Jordan with the old Sinatra song. You know, uh, all or nothing at all, right? You're either going to get a healthy dose of DeAndre because the matchup dictates it, right? Like the Nets feel that there will be a matchup that DeAndre will be helpful in, or you won't see DeAndre at all. Um, that's just a matchup thing. And you may see him in this series, you know, depending on, on how they're able to effectively guard Giannis, Lopez, you know, the bigs of the Bucks with the players that they have. The Nets are better when they have a smaller lineup. DeAndre Jordan just hasn't fit in the equation. Uh, I think we kind of saw that when LaMarcus Aldridge had his brief stint with the Nets. It's amazing because they would have played much differently with LaMarcus Aldridge, but Aldridge played and Jordan did not. Uh, Then when when Aldridge kind of went out, they would use him as a matchup situation, DeAndre Jordan. So that's that's the answer to that question. Jeff Green, we don't know. Jeff Green, there was going to be reevaluated 10 days after the injury. The one good thing from a Nets perspective is that he was wearing a boot the first couple of days. He's not in the boot anymore. Um, Jeff Green has been a hugely valuable player to the Nets, and he would be very valuable again against, uh, against the Bucks. So um, he's a guy that on the defensive end of the floor, just from a leadership standpoint, he has been invaluable. That was, a, that was one of the great pickups this year was getting him on a veteran minimum minimum contract. So um, that's the answer to that. And, you know, the other guy that you should, you know, I, I, I neglected to say when you talked about um, the earlier matchups, Nick Claxton is going to be a real wild card in this series. <laughs> you know, his length, his ability to switch and guard every position on the floor at that basically seven foot frame um, when they played those back-to-back games in Milwaukee, he was just coming back from a COVID absence. And uh, so he was getting minimal minutes, and they were just trying to ramp him up. So he didn't have a huge impact in those two games. But when I think of guys that can be effective against the Bucks, where you have so many um, offensive threats, a guy like Claxton, his ability to switch off and pretty much guard everybody, 
uh, he could be a real wild card in this series of the Nets. Chris, what, what I've been saying about this series, and I, I, I don't want to make a prediction till we get right up to the series because mm. I feel like it would be a lot of emotions in my prediction. Right, I'm fired up for this series. I, I want it to start now. I've been wanting it to start <laughs> for for days now. But the, yeah. the reason that I, I have hope that the Bucks can win this series is that I think for all the problems that the Nets present, the Bucks have more answers to the problems that the Nets present, then the Nets have answers to the problems that the Bucks present. Do you think that's a fair assessment? Wait, I, I gotta, I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta follow the arrows on that one. I, I, I think I know. What you're I think I know what you're saying. Um, but I, the problem with, I'll give you this. I think if the Bucks, the Bucks have a better chance against the Nets. Like I think it's a, it's a good time for them to play the Nets. I think they wouldn't want the Nets to get one more series under their belt. Again, this team has not played a whole lot together the way they're constructed right now. So you saw a little bit of that shaking it off, getting used to each other in the the Boston series. And if they had another series under their belt, the Nets might have more time to work out some of these things. Um, So catching them right now is probably good timing. For the Bucks, you're going to have to get through them anyway, right? You know, get them now before before they get a little more, uh, you know, in step, so to speak. And yeah, you know, you, you know what the Bucks are. The Nets are still a little bit. The Bucks have not faced this Nets team. And you know, again, like you just said, how when the series starts, we don't know. That's the big factor. How are they going to show up against this Net team? And really, I. I mean, I don't want to sound it, – it, it, it's not I'm, not – I'm not putting – again, I'm, I have great respect for the Bucs, and I think they stand as maybe the biggest test for the Nets. If they're going to get – if the Nets can get through this series, mm-hmm. I think it, it'll be an easier path after that. But I will say this. A lot of this is going to come down, can the Nets defend? If, if the Nets can play – if the Nets are locked in defensively and, and can make it difficult for, for Giannis – um, it's going to be hard for the Bucks to win this series. The, the Nets just score so easily. They really do. And amazingly enough, the Bucks are the highest-scoring team in the NBA. And these are the top two highest-scoring teams in the league. But the Bucks need to sort of make this a little muddy. They need to they – it's, yep. it's got to be dirty. It's got to be a schlock. They can't just think that we could just out-punch the Nets. Because this net team is not only their their offensive efficiency is not just good; it's at historic levels, and I think that's the chance for the Bucks if they can muddy it down, uh, really, really slow it down, and then just out defend the Nets. That'll be the key. And that, that's exactly what I was thinking was was the blueprint to winning this series. Like you said, muddy it up and and slow the thing down, and and take as much efficiency out of that offense as you can. I didn't even think about the the point that you made, Chris. It's a great point that catching the Nets now is probably better than catching them around from now when when they've they've figured out even more with that big three playing together. That's why you're the Nets radio play by play man and my guest here for the last few minutes on Sparky's Midday Madness, Chris Carino. Follow him on Twitter at Chris Carino, and I even appreciate. Your thoughts disagreeing with me on the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Thanks thanks for your time, man. Really appreciate it. All right, Rami. Take care. Guys. Take it easy, Chris. And he joins me on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of bankability. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Wrap up Sparky's Midday Madness and a little crosstalk. 
with Rami ahead of the Rami show right after this. I am Rami on 1250 AM The Fan. Rami, I almost did it again. I did not. It's Sparky's Midday Madness. Rami in for Sparky. The Rami show starts in four minutes, officially. Then I can say that. Rami Makloff in for Sparky. Dan Plucker on the other side of the glass. Fine job filling in for Spark Dog on the big show today. Statewide. Your first time hosting a four-hour show, and you're statewide. Way ahead of me (laughs) and how I started my career, Dan. I was a little surprised by it, too. I was like, you're just going to have me take the jump already. Kudos. And and, and a fine job producing this hour, even, even when you disagreed with me. About my brilliant idea hey, to get Chris Julio Carino Jones. Agreed with me, so. uh, yeah, that's why I told him to stick to basketball. <laughs> I can't believe I told him to stick I to basketball. I can't believe you said that either. <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, he just told a dude that calls NFL games on the radio to stick to basketball. I'm the worst. I am the worst. The absolute worst. But you told me, you told me in my ear uh, coming out of the break there that we had some breaking baseball news. What do we got? Yeah, well, this is from earlier on the hour. It's from John Heyman, our Odyssey Sports mm-hmm. uh, MLB analyst, reporter, whatever you want to call him. He said that evidence was presented at the MLB owners meeting today to suggest that the use of illegal foreign substances by pitchers trying to enhance spin rates and get an edge is, quote, very prevalent you in think? the game. So the crackdown will now commence in earnest. Do you think that's a possibility? That it's, it's a problem? I really? can't believe it. You know what's funny is uh, it's, it's good timing because coming up on the Rami show, which starts in two minutes and 40 seconds, this is still Sparky's Midday Madness. But coming up on the Rami Show, we're going to be talking with Eno Saris, who he wrote he wrote a great article yeah, a couple a weeks ago piece. about doctoring the baseballs, mm-hmm. and then a follow-up that came out yesterday or the day before, just about these these new baseballs that they've they've put into play this year and, and how that's affected the game. So sure. perfect timing to get Eno on the show today. That's one of the things that's coming up on the Rami Show. He's coming up at, like I said, 445 right after we talk with the White Mamba, Brian Scalabrini, Odyssey NBA insider and former NBA champion in his own right. And if you missed my conversation with Chris Carino, that's going to be coming up on the Rami Show as well at 530. Uh, I got to tell you guys about something before I leave here. What do I have to tell them about before I leave here, Dan? Don't I need? Oh, yes, of course. Let me tell them about Robert's specialty meats, man. It's right here. I'm on the rundown, Rami. And there's the read right there. Summer weather has arrived. And if you're taking care of sprucing up the yard, watching baseball at AmFam Field this weekend, or just taking in all that summer brings, make sure the food you're serving up is only the best from Robert's specialty meats. Paul Roberts has plenty of options to grill out the best time for your family. Start with their legendary ribs on a stick. Mm, I just had some ribs on a stick the other day, and you know what those are? Boneless pork ribs marinated in a thick, sweet, tangy barbecue sauce, ready in minutes, and Leroy Butler would tell you they're tender as a mother's love. Or try their equally tasty marinated chicken skewers and barbecue, garlic parmesan, Door County cherry, or chili lime varieties. Brats on the Grill are a Wisconsin staple, and you'll find over 30 varieties of original sausages and brats from Roberts, including the Al Capone Italian sausage, just bursting with zesty flavor. Check them out online at robertsspecialtymeatswaukesha.com or give them a call at 262-549-MEAT for the best in meats. 
Shop Robert's Specialty Meats, your hometown butcher. And, oh, yeah, get some of that jerky or those uh, those beef sticks that they have there. Delicious. I've been sharing the jerky with uh, Sam Schmidt since he took over as producer. Um, I don't have any today. I'm sorry, Dan. <sighs> I forgot to bring some with me today because I was told they were donuts. I was like, I don't need a snack. The boss bought donuts. So you're just out. You're just Courtesy cute. of the Bart Winkler show, actually. Mm-hmm. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They weren't courtesy of the Bart show or the big show or Sparky's Midday Madness or the Rami show, which starts in just a couple minutes right here on 1250 AM. The fan. I've been Rami Makhlouf filling in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Now I can be Rami again in just a couple minutes. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.